ブルース・スプリングスティーンブルース・スプリングスティーンブルース・スプリングスティーンブルース・スプリングスティーンブルース・スプリングスティーンTo Are We There Yet? In Exploration and Education in Anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, D. Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime BD Joe. BD Joe. Bad Joe. Bad Joe. Big Dick Chip. No, I don't know what it stands for. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is your second intro <laughs> yeah, in a row that is genitalia focused. <laughs> Brendan, we need to have a, a team meeting. <laughs> We need a team huddle uh, to discuss your performance I and the energy can... you put out right at the top. <laughs> yeah, this this show could this show could get a little horny, but you've been we don't it's been too want much that to for be you. The focus. <laughs> it's been too yeah. much. Listen, the hair's gone. I'm I'm wet and wild. I'm cutting loose. I'm getting weird. <laughs> you cut your hair and you turned into a, a I was gonna say a Chad, but Chads are supposed to be a little nicer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, uh, all that weight off your brain, it's like, ooh, the, no, no more uh, rockly ankle weights. I'm free. <laughs> it's like Samson. Instead of my strength being lost with my hair being cut, it's my morality and ethics. They're just gone. <laughs> or like Donkey ooh, Kong from that episode of Donkey Kong the Animated Series. <laughs> There's a Donkey Kong animated series? Oh, it's like oh, yes. 3D CGI. It's bad. It's gross looking. Oh. Yeah. I've never seen a full episode. I've only seen like YouTube poop of it. It, uh, <laughs> it like they look like action figures. You can see the, like the ball joints and like the sockets and stuff because it's like early CG. It's nasty looking. Anyway, we're not here to talk about <laughs> Donkey Kong for once. <laughs> we're talking about different animals, isn't that <laughs> yeah. right, D? Yeah, we are. Uh, we are watching Odd Taxi today. Which, uh, as I said last week, is the the uh, mystery furry show, Ooh. or furry Ooh. mystery, I should say. I feel like <laughs> saying mystery furry is like which furry we're we gonna get? Who's this furry? <laughs> it's Lego a sheep. A hot one. <laughs> it's always a hot one. <laughs> Why am I so attracted to this? That's the mystery. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I heard about this show from a YouTube channel called Mother's Basement uh, and watched the first episode a while ago and I was like, this is pretty neat. And then I didn't keep watching it because my attention span is garbage. <laughs> TikTok is like, gets us. in the way. <laughs> yeah, but Paul Paul watched the second one uh, and I was kind of snoozing through it. So, uh, But uh, that was because I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> But he really liked it. He was like, you should really watch the second episode again. And I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is super new. Yeah, fresh. Uh, it started in April. Ooh. Oh, wow. So. Oh. <laughs> My brain like shorted out when you gave a month. And I was like, what? what is this month? How April long has April 2021, been? And now it is July 2021. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, For some uh, perspective. I need to do some math. <laughs> for future listeners. <laughs> those of you listening in 2040. Oh, God. Don't, don't listen to this in 2040. You got better stuff to do. 
Yeah, uh, all these tapes will self-destruct in one year. Oh, thank so God. Listen to them while you can, and then we start. can live uh, guilt-free for the rest of our lives. Hooray. <laughs> uh, have either of you heard of this one? No. Mm. Naturally, I know nothing. <laughs> Perfect. I've heard a bit about this, but mostly just people saying, hey, it's pretty good, and I know it's about like animal people, and that's about all I know. So I don't know much about about it but i've heard yeah good recommendations of it and like people whose opinions i trust being like yeah it's it's pretty neat it's kind of interesting so uh, i was excited to watch this but figured we'd probably get to it eventually so i held off yeah i think most people when they talk about it they don't want to give too much away because mm-hmm. it is a mystery so they don't want to say too much Ooh, i didn't even know that but much yeah. what's the twist i hope it's like bacchano or they're on a train and there's just 5,000 characters. Weird immortal <laughs> shit going on. Uh, let's not bring Bacchus. Well, well, I guess we'll find out now, shall we? We're going to watch the first three episodes. Let's do it. Taxi. Taxi. This show is a pretty good Venn diagram of a Brendan <laughs> show and a D show. <laughs> oh, shit. I kind of got worried watching it because I was like, ooh, I'm getting Duravaro vibes, which means I like it and Dugan will hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, so, episode one, we get the opening right off the bat, which is a killer opening, both visually and the music is super good. Mm-hmm. Nice lo-fi beats. Yeah, it was kind of interesting because the like animation styles seemed to be changing like per character. Not like a ton, but like some of them were kind of like a watercolory sort of mm-hmm. like painted style, and then some were typical animated, and some were like I don't want to say South Park because that makes it feel gross, but kind of like the paper, <laughs> papery like cutout sort of thing. It, it yeah. was interesting. It was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Um. So. After the opening, we see something being dropped underwater. Looks like a body. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Um, and then Walrus Man jolts awake in his taxi. Ooh, prophetic um, dream. We haven't had that in a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or is it a flashback? <gasps> or is <gasps> it a dream at all? <gasps> or a memory? <laughs> too many. Um, so, yes, he wakes up, and the news is on the radio talking about a missing high school girl. Um, and he changes the station to some comedian's. Uh, and they read a listener submission that tells them they're not funny. <laughs> uh, and then they're like, let's just play some music. <laughs> uh, gotta go cry real quick. Here's uh, <laughs> Rebel Rebel. My radio dreams. <laughs> Falling apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so while the music plays, we get a montage of animals around the city. Uh, we see a monkey janitor, a gorilla doctor, an alpaca nurse. Uh, and a doggy idol that is performing the song that's on the radio. Um, and the walrus drives on. Uh, and he picks up a hippo, our first customer. Doggy idol's my KK slider cover band. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, so the hippo is staring at his phone, just scrolling, um, they drive for a minute and he asks the walrus to turn off the radio because he's thinking. Um, he's like, hey, has anything happened, anything interesting happened to you lately? 
uh, and the walrus is thinking about it, but he can't think of anything. And then after a moment, the hippo is like, I I don't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Took too long. If you Um, really got to think about it, uh, that's way too involved for this small talk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the walrus says that when someone asks him a question, he thinks of five answers and then decides on the one that will offend them the least, which is scary, walrus man. (laughs) Um, Too much thought. Yeah. (laughs) And then he says... You seem like the kind of person that doesn't think before you speak. (laughs) Um, And the walrus asks uh, why he asked him that, and the hippo says that he's trying to go viral. Um, Yeah, his friends have gone viral, so he wants to also. Um, And he talks about how likes show a person's worth. And I liked in the opening, there was this visual of, there was like the phone and then the walrus, not the walrus, the hippo, and his like head was like on an inflatable thing. And every time the phone lit up, his, his head got inflated. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's so fun and cool. <laughs> yeah. Because f- I knew, I knew this guy already from watching it the first time. Yeah, after watching it the first episode and then seeing the opening again with like episodes two and three, I was like, "Oh wow, this is a very like easy and quick way to summarize." Like, "Hey, this is this character. Like, it's very well done." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was into it. Um, so Walrus asks, "What kind of posts go viral?" And the hippo says, "Oh, like heartwarming stuff, funny stuff, or foreigners' perspectives on Japan." Um, and he reads off a recent viral post of an overheard discussion at a coffee shop in which the poster mentions that they were at the coffee shop to work on a manuscript. So the walrus is like, that's probably fake, and this person just wanted to say they were working on a manuscript. Um, And the hippo was like, yeah, so what? Like, everybody knows these stories are fake. Um, So then the hippo gets an idea. Um, He wants to take a selfie with the walrus, and he does so, and then he posts it with the caption... Uh, I told the taxi driver I was having trouble finding work, so he took my phone and took a selfie of us to cheer me up. So, that's his attempt at going viral on Twitter. (laughs) Lies. Yeah. And then everybody clapped. (laughs) Um, So, uh, then Walrus is like, why didn't you blur any faces? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, did you not want me to post your face? And he's like, well, your own, too. And then he's like, oh, you saying I'm ugly? (laughs) Hmm. Um, and then later, uh, still on this drive, Walrus gets stopped by some cops and they know him. Um, and he tells them to hurry it up. Like, why'd you stop me? And they show him a picture of a baboon. Um, and Walrus is like, you're friends with him to one of the cops. He's like, why are you asking me? You know, this guy. Um, and that one, he said, you're friends with him. Tells the other cop, ah, this Walrus is crazy. He's talking nonsense. Let's just let him go. And he then says that he's a liar and an awful guy. And the other cop is like, yeah, yeah, you're right. (laughs) You boss. Why would you ever lie to me about being friends with a criminal? Cops aren't corrupt. (laughs) Yeah, these are two meerkat brother cops. And it's a very interesting dynamic that like the older one is corrupt and the other one's like new to the force and is like, Mm -hmm. my big bro is no criminal. We're policemen's. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it comes up in a later episode, but he's like, yeah, don't believe anything that taxi driver says. And the younger brother's like, yeah, filthy taxi driver. I'm like, what's, t- is he racist against taxi drivers? Like, is, <laughs> what the fuck is this, like, prejudice? Fuck this guy But it seemed like there was backstory. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, and then they drive off, and the hippo says he should have taken a picture of the the event, and the walrus is like, I don't like those guys. Fuck cops. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and then the hippo is like, why don't you like cops? Are you like worried about your license? And he's like, no, I'm fine with my license. I lied about the vision part, though. And the hippo is like, that doesn't make me feel great. <laughs> don't worry, it's just um, nighttime blindness. It's like, it is night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, He's just so dry. You're like, I can't tell if you're fucking with me or not. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then he asks why the walrus became a taxi driver. And we get some uh, scary, creepy looking flashes. They're like all red and like sketchy. And they look like humans. Um, And we see like two people and then like one body lying down. It's unclear. Um, but so, like, that's his, that's him thinking, and then Hippo's already, like, time's up. Doesn't matter. Don't tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they arrive at his destination. So he, he pays and leaves, and the walrus sighs, and he drives off, listening to the, those comedians from earlier. They talk about the missing high school girl again. Um, and Hippo left his phone in the car. Oh, and so he calls it. Yeah. Uh, he calls it, uh, walrus answers. He's like, Oh, how's my post doing? And Walrus looks and it's going a little viral. His notifications are going crazy. Um, and when Walrus looks at the photo a little closer, he sees the baboon that the cops were searching for walking <gasps> in the background. <gasps> it's all connected. The pieces. There, there are pieces. I was going to say they're coming together. They're not yet. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the pieces are setting down. We're seeing what the pieces are. Mm-hmm. We're starting to piece. take the jigsaw puzzle out of the box. <laughs> Gotta start with the border. Always start with the border. It's the easiest part. Yeah, find all the find all the corner pieces. Um, and we see the baboon in an alleyway speaking to someone. Um, then it's the next day. Uh, we see a news broadcast talking about you guessed it, the missing girl. Walrus turns it off. Uh, he's sitting alone in his house and he asks aloud, "Are you happy? You can leave whenever you want." Why did you come here? Are you hungry? Uh, and we get a shot of like the closet door just open a little bit, but there's no response. Um, and then he's like, okay, well, I'm going to leave. You can go if you want to. So, mysteries abound. Um, <clears throat> yeah. He leaves for the clinic. Um, he is having a casual conversation with the doctor and nurse. I love this doctor so much, this giant gorilla doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Very much my flavor, my brand. <laughs> oh, yeah. So many of these characters, I was like, yeah, this is very much for D. Yeah, <laughs> Just big, slightly grumpy dudes. I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Uh, check. <laughs> um, so they're, they're talking about like a character or something, and the nurse says that she has an eraser of hemp, and she gives it to the walrus. Um And then she says, it must be hard for you to go to sleep with your intrusive thoughts. Um, And the doctor asks the walrus what he looks like. And he says, you look like a gorilla. And the alpaca nurse laughs. And the gorilla says, well, you're not wrong. So this is like our first little hint at that. Maybe we're kind of seeing the world through this walrus guy's eyes. And that maybe not everyone is animals. And that maybe the walrus guy is just kind of going nuts but uh, mm. yeah my, my only note for this part is i don't know what the fuck they were just talking about so <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> this went over my head yeah i mean they just have they're just having a very casual conversation about just stuff and then that happens and mm. it's kind of like hmm interesting. interesting reaction 
Um, so they go on talking. Now they're talking about cassette tapes and how kids don't know what they are nowadays. Kids these um, days. Kids these days. Uh, the doctor asks Walrus Man why he's not married yet. They talk about Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> um, so uh, they wrap up the appointment and... Uh, the doctor prescribes him a stronger medicine, and he tells him not to take it yet because he's going to go to work. Um, before he leaves, the walrus's eyes linger on the nurse. <gasps> um, <gasps> and then he goes out to the car, and the corrupt meerkat cop is there, um, saying that he got info that he, the walrus, might be involved in the missing high school girl case. Um so he opens the door to the taxi for the cop and he gets in and he sees that the taxi has a dash cam and he asks how long the recordings are kept and the walrus says that they're kept for two weeks. So the cop takes the memory card, believing that the girl will be in a video on it. And he tells the walrus not to go to the police. And the walrus says, what will happen if I do? And he says, oh, I don't know. It might just so happen that an armed criminal shoots you or something. I don't know. Fake. Don't huh. worry about it too much. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, and then we see the monkey janitor from earlier. He's at a bar. He's like swiping on Tinder. Um, and he's talking to the bartender saying that his back hurts. She asks him if he'll leave his job. And he says that um, they probably want someone younger uh, than him at that job. Um, and he looks at his profile and then he changes his income. So he lies about how much he's making. Um and then Dr. Gorilla comes in for a beer. Hell yeah. Um, the he knows this here. monkey. <laughs> it's cheers, <laughs> but animals. <gasps> Nor! No! Um, <laughs> uh, he, he knows this monkey janitor. He asks him how he's doing. He says, oh, I'm feeling much better thanks to you, doctor. Um, and then Gorilla Doctor asks the both of them if they will talk to Walrus Man. Um to suggest that he goes to a bigger hospital because the clinic that the gorilla works at is like super small. Like it looks pretty much just like a house. Um, so there is something clearly very wrong with this walrus man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the monkey janitor says that um, the walrus has always been strange uh, because his uh, parents abandoned, abandoned him when he was really young. So of course he's going to be a little odd. Um, uh, taxi, eh? Uh-huh. 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 I have to adjust. My foot's falling asleep. Ah, okay. Um, so, the gorilla says that it's more than that. Um, he thinks that it's more than that. Um, then Monkey Man says that he talked to someone the other day who says that Walrus might be involved with the missing girl. Um, and that people can hear him talking to someone even though he lives alone. Um, so they switch gears to talk about Dobu, um, who I think is the baboon from earlier, evil baboon man. Yeah. Um, they talk about how he beats people up. Anybody. He's too strong. He's gotta be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the doctor and janitor are like, that's hard to believe. Um, I kept, uh, I keep switching between their occupations and the animal that they are. Um, but so... Uh, monkey janitor asks the bartender if she'll marry him. And she's like, no. Uh, and he's like, is it about money? It's always about money. Um, and he says that she just doesn't know about true love. And she's like, okay, name three benefits from marrying you. 
And he's like, uh... Name any positive attributes of you. Because <laughs> uh, uh, uh. right uh, now I just see a drunk trying to hit on me, so uh, strike one, bud. Not very appealing. Um, so yeah, they're just joking around, having a good time. It's clear that they know each other. Um, they have a rapport. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Dr. Gorilla gets a call from a hamster nurse. Um, and she <laughs> she tells sense. him that some uh, some medicine is missing um, and that it went missing today. It was some psychotropic drugs, uh, about 6,000 doses. And she asked who worked there today. And then we see the alpaca nurse getting in the taxi. And you're like, oh, uh oh. Um, and. Walrus Man recognizes her, and they talk a little bit. Um, and then uh, the I taxi drives by. Not a red herring. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! I love how I loved how hesitant you were with that when you were like. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. I was like, I just gotta get out of my head. It's gonna t- occupy my brain. <laughs> I know I I'm on it. thin ice, but I gotta get this I out. Just gotta get this out. <laughs> um. So we see the taxi drive by. We see the criminal baboon walking down the street, passing by the cop, the the cop that took the memory card, and he hands it to him. He hands off the memory card to the baboon. <gasps> <gasps> and that's the end of episode one. Shit, the they're really setting up a lot of stuff. You gotta, we gotta keep track of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's a very wordy show, but yeah. uh, delightful nonetheless. <laughs> Yeah. The joke I made was <laughs> stupid and dumb, but I do think they make it, they set it up to make it look like the alpaca is the one that stole the pills, when she's going to be the red herring, where it's like, no, she didn't yeah. actually, it was someone else. Was, I think it was the gorilla doctor, but that's just <gasps> my theory. I do think it's just the walrus. I think the walrus is um, not doing well. <laughs> yeah. I think you smelt it, you dealt it. It's the hamster nurse. <gasps> There's going to be a whole episode about her later. <laughs> I hope her name's Brigitte, like from Hamtaro. Uh, episode two starts off with the monkey and walrus in a sauna, just like sweating out chat like the old folks do. And uh, the walrus says he picked up the alpaca uh, the other night and got her number. The monkey's like, what the fuck? What do you mean you got the number? <laughs> like, he's really upset. He's like, I thought we were going to be like eternal bachelors forever. We're going to die alone. He's like, I didn't agree to that. Why are you looping me in with you? Um... The walrus is very, like, just no nonsense, and the monkey's very mm-hmm. uh, exaggerated. Uh, and so it cuts back to a flashback of that night uh, when he's driving around driving her home. Uh, and they're listening to the radio show for a long time with the two comedians complaining about them not being funny. And then they bring up the missing schoolgirl again. They, I don't, I don't know if it's particular to Japan, but they keep bringing up this, like, one missing schoolgirl, which is newsworthy, but, like, I don't know. It just felt like it was, like, the prime focus of everyone's attention. Yeah, I mean, it could be the local news. Maybe, yeah. I guess if it was local, it'd be more uh, focused. Um, so there's a link to that, and eventually turn uh, turns off the program. And she's like, she says, like, isn't it a little awkward, like, you know, listening to this? With that? He's like, oh, sorry, I just, like, out of habit turned them on. Um, so they're driving for a while, and they don't talk. Uh and then she asks, uh, she asks the walrus why he can't sleep. And he goes, oh, I forgot how to sleep. Uh, and she keeps trying to make conversation with him. Like, oh, what about this? Or what about that? And he shuts her down like every chance he gets. He's just like, you gotta, gotta work with me, you're champ. You gotta work with me on this. <laughs> um, 
and he asks if she has any regrets. And she says she regrets having to take out a loan for school because she didn't rely on her parents. So she took out a loan by herself. And he's like, ah, so you got to pay it off still? She's like, no, I paid it off. And looks wistfully out the window. Hmm. How'd you pay it off, alpaca hmm. girl? All these breadcrumbs all hmm. over the place. <laughs> oh, God, I'm allergic to gluten. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, and he asks if there's anyone... I think she's trying to, like, uh, make conversation with him, and she brings up, like, oh, are you interested in anyone? You're trying to get married? You know, you're, like, 41 or something. He's like, no, what about you? You like anyone? She's like, yeah, I like someone. He's kind of hard to describe, though. He's like, oh, what, you got a picture of him? So I can get an idea of, like, what kind of person he is? She's like, yeah, sure. And she gives him her phone, and it's just the camera's turned on with the front-facing camera. So when he looks at it, it's just, a, it's just him in the camera. I was like, that's clever. That was smooth as shit. Yeah, um, she's got it. She's got the whatever it is. <laughs> she's got tusk fever. Um, Ew. <laughs> and then we cut back to the sauna where the walrus is finished recapping the flashback to the monkey. And there's just like a Yakuza taper in the background. And this dude just took my full attention. Because he looks sick as shit. Um, and the monkey's giving him crap saying like, yeah, we were going to be like bachelor forever. What the fuck? Uh, he's like, well, do you like her? He's like, no, not really. He's like, well, do you not like her? He's like, no, not really. I have no real strong opinion one way or the other on her. And he's like, if I had to pick, I guess I like her more than I dislike her. And it's like, wow, you're really, really selling it here, huh? Um, <laughs> and I'm like, he says, like, well, imagine how happy your parents will be if they come back uh, and see you again and you're married. And the walrus says, he's like, I don't really give a shit about my parents. I would rather, if I want to make anyone happy, I'd rather make the people who helped raise me be happy. Like he's like, oh, yeah, that support group that helped you out. Um, and then they're changing in the locker room after the sauna, and uh, the monkey invites the walrus out uh, for drinks, but walrus got work to do. And then uh, while the walrus is, like, finished changing, monkey snaps a picture of him. Walrus is like, hey, what the fuck? You can't take pictures in the changing room. He's like, yeah, no one else is here, and you're fully dressed. He's like, rules, man. Uh, and then while the monkey's looking at his phone after the picture, he gets a message on the dating app from an 18-year-old <gasps> girl. Who's interested in him? Dude's like 40. That gross. Um, Does it have anything to do with him saying he makes 20 million yen a year? (laughs) Don't worry about it. Who knows? And uh, he gets all swept up in that and it's kind of like all focused on that. And then we cut away to the hippo lad still trying to go viral. And we see he's even printed out his tweet with the walrus and like posted up up on on his wall. wall. Like as a motivational poster, which is... Really sad. Yeah, this yeah. guy. This guy is. We don't know a lot about him, but he is uh, unfortunate. Yeah, I'm rooting for you, bud. I'm not. <laughs> this guy's got to grow up a little. Uh, we cut to uh, a, a girl group, idol group, um, meeting fans after one of their shows, and you can tell it's like the end of the show. So there's only like a few fans lingering around still. So they're like shaking hands, talking. I'm like, oh yeah, thanks for coming out and all this stuff, selling merch. Uh, and we see a skunk boy waiting there for him. And he's waiting to talk with the lead singer of the idol group. Uh, this little, like, white dog girl. And he's like, oh, I'm a big fan. And she's like, oh, I'm a little worried about our, you know, our debut, debut CD, like, not selling too well. Like, we haven't had, you know, we didn't have as many people here tonight as I was hoping. And uh, they kind of mentioned, like, oh, well, like, you're doing great. But, like, the other two girls in the group that are forced to wear masks for some reason, like, that's kind of weird. Maybe they don't have to and she's like oh no that's part of the contract we signed uh but the one girl's also like 
streaming and then she does a job and she comes out to this. So this is like her third thing she's doing today. So she's a little burnt out. So that might be a part of it. Uh, and then the manager comes up uh, asking the two other kind of like background singers, like backup singers that have to mm-hmm. wear the mask. Uh, he's like, hey, we didn't sell that much merch. Like, your numbers are pretty low. Can you go out on the street and try and sell the rest of the merch, like, before we leave? And they're just like, wow, this fucking sucks. But I guess we Glad gotta. your star doesn't need to join us out here doing all the labor, but whatever. <sighs> it's cool that I'm a sales rep that makes commission. I want it to be a pop idol. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they go out on the street and... Uh, pretty sure she's got a mask on, but it's like a Robin mask. Like, it just covers the eyes, so, like, it's not hiding mm-hmm. much. Pretty sure one of them's the girl that messes the monkey. Yeah. So, that's like, ah, that's how she'll tie into stuff. And they're outside just talking, like, about life. And just being, like, pretty much being like, hey, this fucking sucks. Like, yeah, it does. Uh, and then back inside, the manager's talking with the lead uh, singer of the pop group. And they talk about how the Skunk Boy has been pretty much following them since they started. Like, he was one of the first five fans they had at their first show. Uh, and it's like, man, if only we could get more fans like him who would just throw money at us endlessly. Like, we'd be set. It's like, yeah, it's, you know, you gotta get the whale. You gotta get the one dropping a lot of money. Uh, and then while they're talking, the manager gets a call. And he steps away and takes it. He goes, huh? Who's this? What's this guy's name? Oh, okay. What is he? Oh, he's a driver? And he's got a dash cam? Gotcha. I'll try and find him. It's like, huh. What's going on here? What's happening here? And then we cut back to outside with the skunk kid uh, waving down a taxi. Sure enough, it's the only taxi in the city that we're aware of. It's the walrus. (laughs) And uh, this is definitely a small city that has two cabs because everyone's (laughs) like, oh, the taxi. Oh, yeah, that walrus guy, right? Yeah. The taxi driver. (laughs) The only one. Uh, and when he gets in the cab, he's like, hey, can you take me to this place? It's like, cool, it'll be this much. He's like, I don't have that much money. It's like, I'll take you as far as I can go then, but I can't take you the full way. Uh, so while they're driving around, the skunk kid's just gushing about the idol group. He's like, oh, she's great because she's this, and the lead singer, and then the other two are here. Um, and he's saying, like, I'm the one of the first fans, and I was, like, buying a bunch of merch because with all the merch you buy, you get a ticket for a raffle. And if you win the raffle, you get, like, a Polaroid with the lead singer, and I'm a big fan of her, so, like, I, I, I could own a, a picture of her, and I, I can't wait, and that's why I was at the concert. Stan yeah. culture, I tell ya. Oh, boy. Oh, kids these days. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I'm concerned about watching this show, because they're like, hey, this Walrus guy's kind of fucked up. It's like, I kind of agree with the Walrus on a lot of his opinions on this show. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, <laughs> like, he is definitely blunt, but he's like, oh, can we just cut through this bullshit where we're like, yeah, social media likes actually mean stuff? No one cares. Just, no one gives a come shit. on. Like, it it definitely, in context, has this, like, uh, kids these days quality to it but i'm like mm-hmm. he is right though <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's kind of got that robotic like pure logic sort of thinking where it's like you're not wrong but like th- the tact in which you said that was pretty harsh mm-hmm. so um but the walrus says like oh well if you're you know doing the lot or if you're doing a raffle with them you, uh you have to be pretty lucky to win that and the kid says like oh what about you are you lucky he's like well i survived a pretty bad accident a few years ago so I guess I'm pretty lucky because I survived that. And the skunk gets like, well, if you're really lucky, you wouldn't have gotten into the accident to begin with. It's like, well, yeah, yeah fair enough. Touche. Um, and he drops him off at the spot. And the skunk kid says like, hey, if you're lucky, what are your favorite seven numbers? And it's like, uh. And the walrus pulls out his phone and looks at the picture of the monkey took in the changing room. 
it's got all the lockers behind him for the changing room with the numbers on it. So he just looks over those and picks over uh, seven numbers. And the skin kid runs off. He's like, cool, thanks. I'm going to go buy a lotto ticket. Marsh is like, what the f- You had more money? Give me my... What are you... <laughs> I did off. you a kindness! You fucked me over! Um, and then the walrus gets a message uh, from the Apaka nurse saying like, hey, let's meet up. And then Redzi gets that message. Uh, the next customer gets in the walrus's car. And it's a boar and a horse. And it turns out it's the two guys he listened to on the radio. The two comedians that get yelled at for not being funny enough. <laughs> and as they get in the car, they're looking up stuff. Trying to figure out what to discuss for the show. Like topics and stuff. And uh, the boar is looking at uh, the hippo kid from earlier. Who's doing like a song cover on like YouTube. And it sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, well, this isn't good. Uh, and the horse is kind of playing this like mobile game. He's like, oh yeah, we can play with, like, with our fans. It's, you know... I use like the brand, my like our branding and stuff to you know make sure people know who I am. He's like, yeah, but you're using your picture and stuff, and we're on the radio, so like that might hurt us a bit. Uh, he's like, and if you got time to play games, you got time to write jokes. We're we're comedians. We got to be writing more material. And uh, they're kind of going back and forth. And the walrus says like, oh yeah, I know you guys. I'm a fan of yours. I I put you on. He's like, oh, what do you think? He's like, well, I think one of you's not as committed to this whole comedian duo as the other one. Uh, and the boar floats out the idea. He's like, yeah, he's not wrong. What do you think we dissolve this group? Like, what would you say to that? And the horse is like, I can't blame it. Like, you know, I I quit my part-time job because my girlfriend's supporting me. So I'm just kind of coasting. But like, I don't know. I think you're funnier. And we've heard other comedians say that you're funnier. So you got more better material than I do. So I wouldn't blame you. Uh, and the boar's like, nah, you can't. You can't quit that easy. You got to say like, no, we got to stick to it. You got to be emotional. And he kind of like starts pushing the horse's buttons, like bringing up like personal stuff. Like, ah, you're average in school you're average in life you're average dating like you're average in all the ways you gotta be better than that uh trying to get the horse just emotional because it's it's funnier he's funnier when he's just reacting and not overthinking everything mm. uh, and the walrus kind of agrees he's like yeah it's the the back and forth you have is funnier when he's uh higher energy and then uh while that's happening their manager calls them and we get the one-sided phone conversation being like uh-huh yeah uh-huh gotcha okay and he hangs up and he's like, I got an appearance on a TV cooking show. He's like, that's great. And it's like, but it's only for me. It's like, ah, awkward. Uh, oh. The one we all agreed isn't into it and is the least funny of the two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not happy about the horseman getting success, but that's just me. Anyway, the walrus drops that <laughs> Also, I did realize that at this point that this is anime Bojack. This is anime <laughs> Bojack. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> And uh, the walrus drops them off, and right as he drops them off, he's like, all right, time to go meet the uh, pack nurse. Whoop, another customer. All right, I'll do this one customer, and oh, it's the baboon criminal man, and he's got a gun to the walrus's head. Oh. Ooh. And then we see, uh, zooms in on the walrus's phone, and the ner- uh, alpaca nurse texted him saying, like, I'll wait for you at the park across from the hospital, or from, you know, the clinic. That's where we end episode two. Wow. Tension. The suspense. Uh, drama! <laughs> uh, so we start out uh, the next episode. I couldn't tell where the monkey was. Uh, he was in like a big waiting room, but I couldn't tell I what. Think, I think it's still at the sauna, but it's just like a different part because it looked like he was in like a massage chair and he had like a beer and some snacks. So like he might have just been like hanging out that day after the sauna. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense, uh, especially with this next guy. But uh, I was just like, why is he in like an air 
Port Lounge. What, what is <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, it did uh, really look like that. Uh, but he's chilling at the sauna, just relaxing. Uh, and we see the the Yakuza uh, Tapir uh, go and sit next to him. And he just starts talking. He's like, hey, what do you know about the girl that disappeared? Well, oh, he uh, ended up in uh, uh, the walrus's taxi. Monkey's like, oh, uh, oh, really? Oh, shit. Whoa. And uh, it appears like, yeah, I think, I think I might be the reason she ran away. But, uh, but she's like the boss's daughter, so we got to figure it out. All right. I need you to track her down. And Monkey's like, I, I, I don't know. That's, that's a lot of responsibility, man. I don't... <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> but then he's like, all right, okay, goodbye. And then he stands up, and we see he was talking into a headphone, so the monkey was not involved at all, and <laughs> is just crumbles in shame, which, uh, very relatable. Yeah, you've been there. Uh, so we're back with the baboon and the walrus in the taxi, uh, and we uh, see a uh, flashback. The Tapir was talking to him, the baboon, because, you know, he's the crime man, not the monkey. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, we get the other side of that conversation where uh, uh, essentially the uh, gist is the girl that went missing is a uh, daughter t- to uh, a dad that is involved with the gang in some form. Not That's about as detailed as we get. And she didn't like it, so she ran away. Um, so they need to uh, track her down before uh, uh, anything happens to the big gang boss's daughter. Fair. Um, but uh, we see uh, uh, just being on the trail, tracking her down, naturally uh, talking with the corrupt cop. Uh, he got directed to the walrus. So uh, uh, he's like, yeah, I have the footage. There's nothing really on it. it. It's made it seem like he watched it and the girl was not in the footage, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't super clear. Yeah, uh, taking notes for a subtitled show this wordy, I had to pause every two seconds to make sure I didn't miss details, but I'm still yeah. missing details. So Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> um, Would you say it's an info dump? Because I feel like they didn't go like, well, as you know, the city is blah, 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 and I'm part of this organ... But it is just very dense. Yeah, it it's a fine line because this is adapted pretty well. Like, for an extremely wordy show, it doesn't feel like it's being info dumped every two seconds. Yeah. Uh, this episode does have a lot of like, hey, uh, now we're settled in. Let, let me give you some more backstory. But it's not like, hello, I am Crime Baboon Man and uh, being a, a money collector, I like... It's never that blunt and upfront. Uh, mm-hmm. The walrus is the most blunt one here. So, um, yeah, this this is just a nice balance of like, hey, let's have actual like wordy banter and dialogue that tr- is translated well. It still works. Jokes still work. It mm-hmm. uh, it's nice. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, he's like, okay, so I have the footage. What I need you to do is say nothing to anyone no matter who comes talk to you and walrus is like but cops already came and talked to me and they know you so what what who would i talk to um uh but as all of this is going on uh the walrus 
changes the message on the outside of his taxi. He turns on his hazard lights and puts an SOS on the top of his car. So he's trying to flag down anyone to get this gun-wielding baboon out of his back seat. Uh, we've all been there, right? <laughs> um, so uh, uh, we get the background where uh, the baboon says, genuinely, he is not involved with the missing girl. So, cool. Um, uh, but uh, since he is part of this crime family, uh, he is like a money collector. He suspects that one of the other more ambitious junior members who's like trying to show the boss he's better than the baboon, uh, that he would have influenced the girl to run off. So he thinks it's a ploy to frame the baboon or something. Um, but uh, he says... Uh, like, he can't directly confront him because then that looks suspicious, so it's it's a big runaround, but he warns the walrus that uh, this guy, Yano, the other money collector, is potentially going to be looking for the footage to track down this girl and uh, be the big hero that saves her. So he's like, mm, don't give him the opportunity, don't talk to him. And the walrus is like, okay, I see. Uh, all you want me to do is talk to no one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. Yeah, and the baboon's like, you know, the alternative is I kill you now. So, and Walrus is like, mm, no, n- no, <laughs> I don't care about you. Um, so the baboon pulls up the gun, but he does it in front of a cop car. Ah, oh, the plan went off. She. Uh, so, uh, uh, the walrus uh starts to pull over, and the baboon's like, nope, keep driving, or I kill you. And he's like, if you kill me, you'll get arrested anyway. So, like, what? what's the matter? I'm pulling over. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they pull over, and, ooh, it's it's the meerkats. It's it's a 50-50 shot that a actual police officer is going to come <laughs> over and talk to them. Uh, so we get, we get the tension of the cop walking up. Don't identify who it is. So they're like, hmm, what seems to be the problem? Walrus is like, this man has a gun that you saw. Can you arrest him, please? He's like, have a good day. <laughs> and just waves him off because it was a corrupt well. cop. <sighs> I feel like I'm getting, I'm realizing now, I'm getting very particular vibes of Richard Scarry's Busy Town, which is <laughs> old childhood reference. But it's just animal people, and everyone in the town seems to have just one job. There's just one yeah. cop, there's one taxi driver, there's <laughs> one doctor. Like, <coughs> uh, Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, I know that reference is a little old. I didn't think it was that dusty, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, I always refer to uh, Toucan Birdie as Horny Richard Scary. Uh, so <laughs> oh, so that, that's where I'm at. Uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, so uh, the cop goes back to the cop car, and the partner's like, hey, I heard the word gun. Why, why aren't we doing anything? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, taxi drivers. Can't trust them, right? Ugh. Ooh, because of drivers. the incident. Look out the window. <laughs> so yes. I, there has to be something going on. Is it related to the other accident that uh, the walrus man had? Well, I, we might find out. I don't know. That, that's what I thought, but I could be wrong. So, um, so uh, uh, Baboon's like, all right, that was a pretty slick move, but um, what the fuck? 
so he tells him to uh, drive off, uh, and he's like, "Like I threatened to kill you, and you don't seem phased. What what's up?" And Walrus is like, "Oh no, I'm uh, terrified. I peed my pants already." But like. <laughs> Yeah, get involved in gang bullshit or die. The simpler option is die, so I'd rather you just do that. I I know what I'm about. I don't really have much to live for, so you can just kill me. It, I don't give a shit. Honestly, um, that's such a good point, though. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd rather be dead than have to deal with all the convoluted shit that goes on in the mob. <laughs> like, the, there, my chances for getting shot go up if I keep working with you. I... I like the odds of just knowing that I'm gonna die, so I'll take that. I'll take the guaranteed <laughs> thing. Um, I forget what movie it is. A Christopher Walken movie where like a guy has a gun on him. He's like, "Give me your money." He's like, "No." It's like, "But I have a gun." It's like, "I don't care." And it's like just that kind of attitude of like, mm-hmm. "I can kill you right just now." Just the like, confidence of like, whatever. "Yeah, fucking do it." <laughs> yeah, get it over with, bitch. I don't believe you. I'm calling your bluff. Yeah. You won't. Dead body's a lot harder to deal with than just an unruly hostage. <laughs> uh. But yeah, so uh, they drive off, um, but uh, Baboon is like, all right, so I can't threaten you because you don't give a shit. I guess there's people in your life I could threaten. How about uh, Monkey Man? He's like, he's also a piece of shit with no life, so it doesn't matter. You can kill him. Uh, Casually, he's like, he's got nothing to live for either. It's like, wow. (laughs) You're not wrong. I'm sure he would argue with you on that, Walrus Man. (laughs) Uh, but then he is like, hmm, how about that alpaca nurse? Hmm, I maybe you wouldn't want anything to happen to her, huh? He's like, all right, you got me. Ah, shoot, you you are good. <laughs> uh, oh, you're crafty. You do your homework. Uh, I just love... Uh, the dynamics in the show are so good where it's like, I am actively threatening your friends, but we're just having some fun banter-filled conversation. I'm like, mm, uh, mm, um, uh, my, my my film school uh, side is coming out. Oh no, I love this. Um, but yeah, so uh, he drops him off where he goes and buries his gun in a park because it's been compromised. So, uh, uh, gone. <laughs> yep. The gun died. <laughs> F in the chat for this gun. Uh, uh, but uh, realizing he's super duper late, he uh, Walrus Man rushes across town to get to the park. Almost hits a, uh, someone. Very excited to get a rare thing in a nap game. Cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, he goes and meets uh, Alpaca Nurse right before sunrise. So ah, the beautiful sun. Uh, we get. We get some more delightful di- banter of them just being like, oh, uh, the watching the lights in the sky. Oh, you kept me waiting, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so charming and sweet. Um, <laughs> uh, but he gets to the point where he's like, hey, um, I think it's a pretty bad idea that uh, you keep hanging out with me because uh, people are starting uh, to want me and people I know dead. So it's a good time to get out now. And she's like, oh, don't worry about me. I know capoeira. Wow. <laughs> and gets up wow. and does this a shit showy ruled. kick. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I started it for fitness, but I got into it. So, like, I can kick a dude in the face. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, but he's like, oh, no, more banter, blah, blah, blah. Uh, playful, will they, won't they? Mm. Uh, but while he's... 
like, oh no, you still shouldn't hang out with me. Like you're also younger. I'm an old. I'm an old uh, taxi man. I, I'm not good <laughs> for you. And she sits down and, and holds his hand. Mm. Oh, very sweet. Based on the way he was talking about her, I definitely thought she was like fresh out of college. But she says she's 28, so yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. He's yeah, like she is so a full adult. Years. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, unlike the the, the monkey. Uh, <laughs> monkey with the eighteen year old, yeah, that's, that's not right. That's um, bad. Uh, but yeah, so she's like, "Okay, it's time for me to go back to the hospital." And he's like, "I'll take you. I'll even turn the meter off because oh, I love geez. you." Yeah. Uh, so they go back. Uh, he goes back to the bar later on. Uh, we see the comedian on TV just doing a dog shit job. Just cannot <laughs> get the concept of his thing. Uh, 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 but we see monkeys there already drunk, uh, and, uh, they're, they're chatting saying like, Oh, uh, you wanted to cut things off with alpaca lady. How's that going? Walrus is like, Oh fuck. I love her. Oh man. <laughs> I'm in too deep. Uh, and uh, monkey is like, Oh yeah, you're so lucky. You don't get to die alone like me. Uh, but, uh, He's uh walrus man is like, yeah, I I normally am not one for like feelings and emotions. <laughs> God damn it, I have several of them now and I don't know what to do. <laughs> and while he's saying that, he folds up a little alpaca origami. Oh, oh very cute. Cute. Um but monkey is like, oh, okay, yeah, you're uh, so good because you have a girlfriend, but so do I. Check this out. And shows off the app and how he's been chatting with this girl. And everyone is like, 18, kind of gross, huh? He's like, we've only talked. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but then naturally they get to the point of like, hmm, hmm, what about you? would attract a cute, normal-seeming 18-year-old. And the monkey's <laughs> like, oh, I, uh, I'm i offended by the insinuation that something's up. So uh, he, Walrus wrestles his phone away and knocks him to the ground, and he finally sees, oh, yeah, it says you make uh, $20 million a year. No, n- naturally, she has an ulterior motive. Uh, but monkey's like, fuck you. No, she's in me for into me for me. She pegged uh, me. She did me. <laughs> she did me. Get her out. <laughs> uh, uh, she uh, looks but, like uh, a dog, but I'm pretty sure she's a catfish. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, he leaves, and uh, while he's walking home super drunk, he finally gets a message from the girl saying, Hey, let's actually meet up right now. I know it's raining and 2 a.m., but I gotta see you. For the first time. You up. Not suspicious. <laughs> you shouldn't be. It's very late. Uh, so he rushes over, meets meets her at a very remote bus stop next yeah. to some woods. No <laughs> red flags to be found. Where she's very shadowy, silhouetted in an alcove. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pretty sure this is one of the masked idol girls at this point. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, she's like, oh, let's let's go get some tea. Uh, there's a tea house around here. Uh, so as they walk off, 
two mysterious thugs, two mysterious hot thugs, come <laughs> just walk out of the river, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're definitely robbing this guy, right? We cool. swam here. Well, I think... <laughs> the one is the I don't manager. know what it is. Yeah, one of, one of the guys was her manager, so I don't know if maybe it'll have something to do with, like, that idol thing where idols aren't supposed to date. Or if it's going to be something else that the mob's involved in, who knows? Yeah, I didn't pick up that that was the manager. I was distracted by the uh, polar bear one (laughs) being a new character. Dangerous. I was like, oh, yes, uh, violent thugs about to shake down this guy. Cool. I think think it's more mob-related because if it was just the idol thing, I think it would just be the manager. But we (laughs) saw the manager get a call saying, like, hey, find this taxi driver with a dash cam. So he's definitely involved with the missing girl. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, it was the manager with a clearly dangerous thug next to him, like, going after this monkey. So it looks like they were waiting, and I think the girl was uh, coerced into it as, like, bait of, like, we're trying to find this oh, missing girl. Be. We think this monkey's involved. Can you lure him out? And then we'll grab him after you meet up with him. That's my speculation. Because mm-hmm. that's the end of episode three. So much wow. intrigue. Ooh. Here we I like, are. I like the bar lady, the kangaroo lady that, like, ran the bar there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just sassy. So how are we uh, feeling? Are we there yet? Uh, Yeah, like art style alone, I saw the opening credits and I was like, okay, I'm in. All right, you got me. <laughs> this, this just looks charming as hell. I, to be completely honest, Uh-oh, completely forgot there was a mystery element to this show. So when it started, <laughs> I was like, oh, is this just a very delightful, very grounded slice of life of a taxi driver? Nah. And <laughs> that's how it seemed for a little bit. I was like, all right, I'm down for I'm this. This is cool. I'm vibing, having a good time. <laughs> then they started introducing crime stuff in a good way that I liked, which oh, is wow. not very uh, uh, normal for this show. Yeah. I, was, I was gonna say, do you just not like plot where it's just like I want nothing happening. I want to slice of life, <laughs> zero conflict. Sometimes. No thoughts, brain Sometimes. empty. Just uh, Yeah, I think the uh the aesthetic is deceiving. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know anything about it going in, you would see it and be like, Oh my god, so cute. And then you watch it and you're like, Oh what? Huh? <laughs> I love Sanrio. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, but, like, even just, like, the character development and the way people are introduced, because episode Three one, episodes. we're like, yeah, there's th- there's a monkey that'll fucking kill you. In the opening credits, he's just demolishing, like, a punching bag. Like, this is a violent criminal that in any other anime would be introduced with a street fight. But mm-hmm. uh, when we actually interact with him, at with our main character, it's a very charming taxi hostage situation <laughs> and i was like oh they're really setting you. up yeah <laughs> like he this man is so dangerous but that intimidation factor is enough he doesn't need to be violent or anything it, and he's also has his own agenda so it's like mm-hmm. okay you're doing a lot you don't need to be this competent at introducing crime elements you could be like oh yeah uh, charming animals it's cute uh, don't worry about it but no, you're actually making a great show too. So I am yeah. very on board with this. Yay! Wow. Surprise! Yeah, the writing in this is very good. Every interaction is very compelling, and like, I don't know. I feel like every time they introduce a new, a new character, it doesn't feel like it's too much. And mm-hmm. like, 
you know, there are some characters right off the bat where it's like, okay, I can see how you're going to be involved in this missing girl case. But then there are other characters where it's like, you're going to tie in, but I don't know yet, but I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested in you. Yeah. And we all know, like, I like that we know that it is all going to come back to this, like, missing girl. Because that's even why the mob is involved, too. It's not like a separate mob conflict thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Twin Peaks. That's what oh. this is. <laughs> it's Twin Peaks, but with animals. Um, yeah, we get a lot of sprinkling of the characters like throughout, but it's, yeah, like you said, it's not forcing any throat of an info dump of like, I'm this character, this is what I'm about, I'm my school student, it's just like, nah, like you get a little taste. I think like, even when uh, the walrus is driving back to meet the alpaca nurse in the park, uh, you said he like nearly hits like a cat kid who like is excited because he got a he gotcha thing in a mobile yeah. uh, mobile game. I think that's a character that's introduced in the next episode. So, like, he's mm-hmm. going to be tied in that. So, it's very much Pulp Fiction-like where there's, like, everyone's got their own storyline and we see how they intersect, which is why well, I'm surprised because that's very much Duvravara's main selling point is there's a lot of characters going on and then we see how they inter- interact and uh, cross over a lot. Um, so, I'm surprised that you liked it. Um, <laughs> We've said it but, before, though. I think it's the it's the one main, like, plot thing that brings everybody together that differentiates these kinds of things. Because mm-hmm. Durara has all the characters and all of the stories going on, which can be interesting to, you know, if you're gonna, if you're in it for the long haul and you yeah, want to yeah, see yeah. all those, all those things come to an end. But this is only 13 episodes, so, like, we know it's just gonna be all about the, the missing girl. Yeah, and I think with the show, it kind of starts at, like, a pseudo-central point are all pretty similar with all of their storylines, and then they'll branch out and probably yeah. come back together at the end. But yeah, I would mm-hmm. agree. Dura kind of starts, like, everyone's at their own starting point, so there's, like, 14 starting points. It's like, ah, that's a lot. That's a lot going on right away. Um, so yeah, I won't argue with that point. Yeah, um, these are all intermingled. Yeah. But even, yeah. like you said, with the writing, like, you feel like a lot, like, with so many characters, they gotta be pretty tropey, and, like, it'd be pretty obvious what they're going. But even with the alpaca nurse talking to him at the park, I could have easily gotten vibes of... It seems romantic because she says, like, are you interested in a guy? She's like, yeah, I like this guy, and she does, like, the trick with the phone. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I could have also seen it as she's concerned for his health as a nurse, or she sees yeah. him as, like, a father figure, like, when she's talking to him at the park and stuff. Like, I could have seen it going multiple ways it wasn't very clear like yo i want in on this walrus dude i'm in like it wasn't overt (laughs) and obnoxious but it was just yeah it was uh written very well so i was i was surprised but that's that's with like every character like like the whole conversation with the gorilla doctor like they're talking about bruce springsteen for a while and that i was kind of he's missing we didn't say that yeah i I just realized that uh (laughs) yeah he goes missing Ooh, that'll come up (laughs) but uh See, my theory is he's the one involved with the mob. He's the one that took the pills, and the mm. hamster's just reporting to him because that's the hierarchy of work. Like he's her boss, uh, yeah. but I think he went missing because he's getting more involved with the mob. He's a black do- black market doctor sort of thing. Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah, and even like going back to the like multiple narratives with that, like the introduction of this is a doctor gets a phone call saying, "Hey, something's up uh, with our pill count." And they leave it at that for like an episode and a half. So it's like, let me just let me just drop this. I I don't need you to memorize. Uh, uh, oh, uh, we already established right off the bat that Monkey Man is running a drug ring, and uh, mm-hmm. oh, he's hiding it so well. Uh, or like, hey, dude, just think about this real quick. Don't worry, it doesn't seem like a big deal. Anyway, back to Taxi. 
And next update, monkey is missing. Oh, oh, what? Okay, cool. So (laughs) all right, yeah. Like I, I like the just little drops of like, yeah. There's several things going on, but we're not going to info dump all of it and expect you to remember it uh, between storylines. So yeah, yeah. This is nice. I will say, yeah. I think I'm a little biased towards the baboon gangster because he reminded me a lot of Kuwabara from Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> and I was just very smitten. I'm like, this guy can't do anything wrong. It's like, he has a gun to the walrus's head. And so he's a bad criminal person. I'm like, yeah, he's all right, though. Like, yeah, he's I okay. love him. He's just a rap scally. And I was like, damn, no, he's not. He's not Kuwabara. Stop thinking he's Kuwabara. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. But that's I, the thing. It's written so well. Even the guy, they're like, yes, this man is a killer with a gun. Immediately, the first scene he's in, you're like, oh, sympathy? Oh, he might be in trouble with his uh, gang boss? It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm rooting <All> for right. him. <laughs> I, um, I think, for me, the most interesting thing is the, the questionable... Uh, the questionable mental state of the walrus, because while there are all these characters, he is the central focus, so he's a little bit of, like, an unreliable narrator mm-hmm. at times. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm interested in seeing throughout all of it, to see how he goes. Um, but, yeah, this yeah, was I, good. I, I liked this very much. I didn't even pick up on that until you you told us in the recap of, like, oh, I'd like... I, I'm sure that was going to come up later, but I didn't pick up exactly what they were saying. Mm. So yeah, that adds another element of like his relationship with the nurse, in my opinion, of like she she might be the girl doctor seems to be like send him to a bigger hospital we can't handle, and she might be like oh like let me let me try and help as much I can going above and beyond. Mm-hmm. So I'm like oh that might be a different element yeah. of their relationship. So I'm like oh it is it is interesting. Yeah, mm. lots of lots of mysteries, lots of fun things to think about. Yeah. yeah, I even I it did not cross my mind at all uh, the idea that uh, was brought up of that he is just imagining that they are animals. There is human stuff going on, but then mm-hmm. I started thinking, the even flashbacks. just in this recording, the opening credits, the first interaction that they show is him bending down to interact with a non-anthropomorphized cat. Which is, I think, is the only time we see that in this show. Yeah. Because he also, like, wipes bird shit off his window in the opening credits. Which, Mm -hmm. again, that implies something different if everyone's a a living animal person. (laughs) So, (laughs) Yeah, I don't uh, think we see animal animals. So that... That's another another clue. It's good. They're they're dropping hints. Love it. Huh. And I think they're, like, kind of hinting at of, like... The person he's talking to in his apartment in the closet is the missing girl. But in the mm-hmm. opening, we see a closet door with a cat's tail sticking out. And like as it spins, it's the walrus's head. So I'm thinking it might just be a stray cat. And it might be another like red herring of like, ah, he's got the well, missing girl. It's like, no, the girl well. who went missing is a cat. So, well, that, yeah, that's another thing. It's like a black cat we see. So, yeah, that could, of- I mean, the beginning could just be symbolic too of him bending down to help that cat. Could just yeah, be symbolic true. of him taking in the missing girl. Who knows? We clearly like the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're talking We're, about it instead, instead of just what's happening in our day. We are we now it. enthusiastically uh, giving out uh, fan theories. So uh, <laughs> we've moved on. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is a yes for me. Definitely. Yay. Ray. I, yeah. I'm going to keep watching this immediately after we finish recording. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. Perfect. Well, what do we have damn. going on next week? Next week, I'm hoping it's going to be another similarly, like, brightly colored, stylized, fun show. Uh, we're going to be watching Mr. Otsumatsu. 
So we'll see where that goes. Ooh, is that mm. the one with all the twins? Or is that something Sex else? tuplets. Six okay. Six identical yep. characters. Good luck with the names. Oh, Us. boy. All right. They're color-coded. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Good, because that's cool. what we're going to be referring to them as instead of their names. <laughs> yeah, they might as well be Power Rangers at this point. <laughs> but if, if there's a, a show with uh, uh, color-coded characters that will help us take notes, you can send those recommendations <laughs> to areweebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter at areweebthereyet.com. And also on Instagram, uh, at, at Are We There Yet? I uh, lost the thread of the thing I say every week. I was like, I don't know how to recover. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. Kind of. I don't use them much these days. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, no. Shit. Here it is. <laughs> It's spreading. You can find me on Instagram at honey period D, on Twitter at honey D8 and honey D art, and on Twitch at honey underscore D, and honey is spelled H U N N I E. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also do. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Time to get my red yarn and bulletin board ready! Pepe Sylvia! Pepe Sylvia! Pepe Sylvia! Pepe Sylvia.